you're a parent in modern day society, right? That means at some point in time, no matter what age of your child, what gender, they're going to have a lifelong relationship with a cell phone or smart device or God, what do you think they'll have when we're grandparents? It'll be just like implanted into their head. I don't, I have no idea. Hey, welcome to the Cool Dad Rules, everybody. Before we even get going, thanks so much for sharing the podcast, the information, telling other people about it. The response has been great. The downloads are great. Appreciate that so much. Let's get to it. So what do you do? At some point in time, and I didn't think this would be me, of course, you know, what parenting mistake did Bill make this time? You're going to have to take that cell phone away in some way, shape, or form, and, 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 what do you do, right? Because the truth is out there. It's Let's just face reality, like I said. They're a part of our lives forever. I am not an anti-technology guy. I'm really not. I'm not an anti-smartphone guy or information. It's amazing. I mean, just stop and think about what we have at our fingertips. If you've got an Android or a, or a, or a uh, iPhone, you've got a, a supercomputer at your fingertips that's here anytime you want. You get information instantly. And that's part of the problem, isn't it? That's why it's so addicting why it's so easy to just make like your cell phone another appendage it's it's like another arm that you have near you and i mentioned it there too addicting i never believed this i used to hear parenting experts say this all the time about screen addiction that, that was the first term they came out with right screen addiction and then just cell phone addict smartphone addiction and i didn't believe it until i actually got to the point where uh i i saw it in my own kids where I had to either take a phone away or something went down, no cell service, or here's a daily occurrence in my house. Does this happen in yours too? Somebody, and let's not just dump this on the kids. Somebody lost a phone. This happens every single day. And oh my God, DEFCON 5, shut down everything, alert the media. We've got a, we've got a situation. Nobody moves until we find that cell phone, right? That one lost cell phone. It happens all the time. I had a dream. I had a nightmare about this. We had like a fire in the house. This was in my nightmare. And I remember saying to the fire chief, everybody's out. It's okay. Leave the safe. But for God's sakes, go in there and get the cell phones, please. That's where we are. That's addiction. So let's let's define some terms, okay? And, and in this case, and this is just going from Webster's second definition of addiction here, do me a favor and replace substance with device here because I think that does a good job in explaining what we're talking about, okay? The second definition. The need for and use of a habit-forming substance, in our case, device, characterized by tolerance mm -hmm, and by well-defined physiological symptoms upon withdrawal. Boy, doesn't that check off a couple of bookmarks? Absolutely. Oh, that's absolutely true. I think that's where everybody. And again, let's not dump this off on just kids here. I think this is anybody. This is any adult. You take away the cell phone. It's like mass panic. The look in my younger daughter's eyes who turned into a princess into like a, you know, a, a, a dragon. The first time I ever had to take a cell phone away. It's real. Unless you think you're going to completely give up, like live off in the woods, and you're not going to be connected to the rest of society. This, this is what we're dealing with here. Unless you're my buddy. who's was two young boys, and he actually said to me once, well, I'm never going to let them have cell phones. Oh, okay, right. Yeah, how's that going to work out for you, pal? Are they also going to churn their own butter and go into the woods and hunt their own food? Is, is that what we're talking about here? Because anything else, you're going to have to deal with it, and you're going to have to deal with how to limit this how it works, where to use one, how to use one, even why sometimes. What's your actual use you know, for using a cell phone? So some of the limits we're talking about here, this isn't for everybody. This is just what we've talked about in my own personal household here. And has this worked every time? No. Do we? Is it a constant reminder? Absolutely. But it's a work in progress. 
But the bottom line of the main message is you still have to get that message across that you got to tell them there are limits on this. And we all know that. We all have the firmed. We all see the other family where there's absolutely no screen time limits, right? They see what that looks like at a restaurant. We see how the kids like like zombie out. That's really bad. I never want to get to that point. So the, the couple of main rules in our household anyway is never at the table with a cell phone device and never ever while walking or driving when they get to that point when they're driving regularly. Now we're going to talk about this for a second while the walking part of it. Perfect example. It was just recently here. I'm in a major intersection with a long line of traffic with a green left arrow turning into yeah, another major road here. Teenage girl on her phone, looking at her phone, walks right into the intersection, narrowly avoids the first car, but still never saw it. She was like, she was literally a walking zombie here. Then stops, she's in the intersection, looks up as if to say, oh, well, here's where I am. Second car had to swerve to get around her, still didn't have a clue. Looks down at her phone, continues to walk until she got to the median. I'm like, that scared the hell out of me. Is that, that's, that's a zombie walking around. You, you know, you want to fear the zombie apocalypse coming? It's here now. And that just the danger factor of it, too, as you're walking away and lack of awareness. I can't tell you how many times I've seen that, too, where kids are walking around, no clue who's around them, no idea, whether it's on a sidewalk, uh, even not a very busy street, or like I said, a busy parking lot, or God forbid, like an intersection, anything can happen to you at that point. So what do you do? I mean, at some point in time when it's maybe a dangerous situation or you, or you think your kid is is communicating with the wrong person or horrifyingly enough, like posting something that they, they really shouldn't, and you physically have to take the phone away, that's probably the worst situation, right? That, that's the worst possible thing. You're grabbing a phone, you're taking it, or you're hiding it so they can't use it. That's probably the most extreme example in all of this. But we all know I mean, it happens. You can get there, and you've got to be able to do it when you have to. Sometimes you just have to physically take this away, and hopefully that's not an altercation. Obviously, hopefully the kid can hand that over. But I think you have to be able to have the guts to be able to do that and take the phone away. Much better situation, something that's pretty effective. Contact your cell phone company, and you can cut off the connectivity when you have to. You can limit it between a certain hour, like maybe like 5 to 6, homework time, chores time, whatever you have going on. Certainly bedroom time, you know, when it's when it's time for the kid to go to sleep and get some sleep, maybe at 10 o'clock, 9 o'clock, 8, whatever it is, you can cut it off then too. Not the best possible situation when the kids realize this is a possibility. You should have seen when the cell phone connection went down. Oh my God, there's something wrong. The cell phones aren't working. I have no wireless. And you have to explain to them that, yeah, you actually did actually plan this. But it's a great way to at least get them used to even the concept sometimes of having limits and being able to do this. But I will tell you this, and you can laugh at me all you want, and you can think that it's just a generality and wishful thinking, whatever it is. I will tell you this right now, and I'll lay it on the line. The most effective technique I've ever had for trying to instill the concept of limits in my kids and get it through their heads is limiting myself on this. It's It's been the most effective thing ever. And it started with a reminder from one of my kids in the backseat of our car when I was at a stoplight. Mary says you should never text and drive. That includes, you know, stoplights. We've all done that. You know, you're checking a text. You're driving around. You're trying to check a score on the game because you were out. And you can't see it on TV. And they reminded me, they said, you always tell us not to text at certain times like driving. Well, you technically drive now. You know, and I tried that whole thing. Well, I'm, you know, I'm actually at a stoplight. And my daughter looked from behind. This is when she was way younger. I said from, from the back seat, 
yeah, but the light's green now. And that's when it hit me. You dope. You're doing the same exact thing as you don't want them to do. And that's when it hit me like a lightning bolt. I started to change my habits with the cell phone usage, and it really, truly did have an impact on them. It really did. That carries a lot of weight, a lot of credibility as a parent. You want to cut down screen time from 5 to 7 p.m. maybe? Do it yourself. It's not easy. I know it's not easy. Tough telling your boss, well, listen, from uh, 5 to 7, I'm not going to be available for emails or texts. Okay, see how that goes at first. Uh, But again, what's your priority here? What's more important? What's happening at the office? Or an addiction your kid has to screen time. It's got to start with us. It's got to start with us first. It's been the most effective technique I've found in all of this so far. Is it easy? Oh, my God, no. Absolutely not. Now, the cell phone's the electronic leash these days. They can contact you anytime, anywhere they want. And that's anybody that needs it, nitpicks, and takes a little bit of your time. They can always get you. But it's up to you. It's up to me, all of us, to be able to say no a little bit. And I'm telling you, and I promise you, this information will get to the kids as well. It's the best example you can possibly give them. The cool dad rule on this, if there is one, because let's face it, this is one of the toughest battles we will ever face as parents, is do it ourselves first. Try to limit it yourself, and then you actually have some credibility when you're telling the kids to limit the screen time. Oh, and those apps, by the way, we got to dedicate a whole segment to that in the future. Maybe it'll just be called Snapchat, my enemy. I don't know. More of that on the way. More cool dad rules on the way. Another episode dropping in about a week, I would say. Thanks again for having us. Thanks for sharing this time with us. You're an awesome parent. You can do this as always. Share it along. Apple Podcasts, online, Podcast One. You can find the Cool Dad Rules. We'll see you 